Hello and welcome back to another episode of Couch Potato Critics. I'm Shirley. I'm Miriam. And I'm Carly. And today we will be reviewing and talking about the movie <laughs> Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Which is Miriam's <laughs> pick. <laughs> um, should I just go and... Oh, this is a, we should let them know that this is a continuation of our, our John Hughes theme, theme. Which is John Hughes. Yeah, John Hughes movies. We should feel honored to have a theme. Yeah, it's his own theme. Yeah. Is he the first theme that we've done where it's like a person? Yeah, because we haven't done like, you know, we picked it before. All these other, you know, Hitchcock, Kubrick, you know, Jack Nicholson, which I'm sure we'll do just to watch The Shining. Yeah, we're apparently going to watch The Shining like 20 times. But that's a different issue. So let's get into the synopsis. Easily excitable. Wait, what? Can we talk about genres comedy slash road what is because it's mean? a road trip those are genres. <laughs> it doesn't even say road trip it just says road <laughs> well i don't think they're they're tri- tripping much i don't i'm gonna cut that <laughs> <laughs> you the thing that carly said though that was fine yes I know, e- I'm okay easily excitable neil page is somewhat of a control freak trying to get home to chicago to spend thanksgiving with his wife and his kids his flight is rerouted to a distant Rerouted. Rerouted. Root. Sorry. Rerouted to a distant city in Kansas because of a freak snowstorm. And his sanity begins to fry. Worse yet, he is forced to bunk up with talkative Dill Griffith, whom he finds extremely annoying. Together, they must overcome the insanity of holiday travel to reach their intended destination. So, at the time of filming this, um, it's January. Like, we're towards the end of January. But this movie is pretty much a holiday movie. I wouldn't say it's necessarily like a Christmas movie, it's but it is. I know it is a Thanksgiving movie. Okay, so so it is a Thanksgiving movie. But I also feel like if they had added in literally like one or two Christmas trees, it could have had the same vibe as a Christmas movie. You know, like it has this very much like family oriented like theme. I don't know how to explain it. On your phone. I'm trying to. Oh, I'm on my phone because this is the first movie that I ever actually wrote um, notes for. So I wanted to just be able to pull out my notes sometimes. Oh, okay. I guess so. Well, so in the first. (laughs) Well, in the first scene, we see um, Neil. He's in his office, and it's clearly is very boring. And he's with another office worker who. Just so happens to be the guy who played um, the dad in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which was our last episode, and also another John Hughes Tell me movie. Why I didn't even notice that. No, the first because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know anything about the movie, so I was like, oh my god, is this guy going to be like a major character in this movie? He wasn't. He was just in the first scene. But I thought it was really interesting because I've noticed now after watching like um, multiple John Hughes films, and I'll get into this um, a little bit later with some of my more some more of my notes. He has a lot of the same actors, especially, like, minor characters. He calls a lot of the same people, which I think is really interesting. I think that is interesting, too, Shirley. Thank you for handing me the mic. Even when you had nothing to say? Yeah, I don't know why you did. You're the one with the notes. Oh, well, I want to sprinkle the notes in throughout the episode. Well, I guess we can... I don't know. I don't know. I tear me the mic. I don't know what to say. Yeah, let's do overall. Okay. Well, I very much enjoyed this movie. What do you think, Carly? I 
excuse me, Shirley. <laughs> Shirley, she passed the mic to me and said, Carly, like, <laughs> does that give you an invitation to talk? No. Yes. So shut up. Anyway, <laughs> I also liked it. Um, I thought it was really funny. And I don't know how much you guys want me to get into this, but <laughs> it oh. sounds really weird. But I kind of related to the characters a lot. Like, oh, I thought you were going to mention our inside joke. Oh, no, oh well, that'll, that'll come later. But well, we didn't open with it. We were going to open. We should have opened with it. Yeah. Okay, go on. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just, I mean, I can go into this later. Yeah, I, but. I, I, do relate to, I, I relate the same way because I very much think that me and Carly are Neil Page and Shirley is in Dow Griffiths. That's so accurate because I um just never shuts up. Anyone who knows me knows that I will talk your head off. And I'll also do the thing that um we'll talk about this more when you get into his character that Dell does where I'll talk to anybody. So if you're sitting next to me on a plane well, maybe not on a plane, but if you're sitting next to me in class, I will turn and start to talk to you. And I wouldn't necessarily invite you to my hotel room like he does, but I would definitely talk to you. And so I hope I don't annoy you guys as much as Del does, but, you know, um, shut up, Carly. <laughs> um, no, I just, I don't know. I mean, if we're talking about Neil specifically, I just felt like I related to him a lot because if I were in his situation, you know, I'd be yelling at, I don't know if, I don't know if you can hear Miriam cracking her knuckles in the background, but... <laughs> <laughs> if i were in that situation i'd be yelling at people i'd be screaming at people i'd be cursing everyone's ear off you know um <laughs> what the hell was what? that you know what that sounded like you know that vine where the girl from little mix is like do a jamaican no, accent no, <laughs> that's what that sounded like wait okay so are we talking about the characters now can i finish please yes, you can. <laughs> anytime i want to say something i get interrupted <laughs> You're gonna really put it on. This is my favorite video. Oh, <laughs> That's what you <laughs> sounded like. <laughs> You've never seen yeah, that? I have seen this, but why are we. <laughs> Carly, why did you pass my <laughs> <laughs> There's too much happening right now. <laughs> Carly, when you passed me, when you passed me my water, you like threw it. <laughs> did you look by me? Did you see the water? Yeah. Um. We're not leaving that in, right? No, we are. <laughs> no, you have to put that sound clip in when I say that's what you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> and Dude, you threw my water. I'm sorry. She the cup and she went like this. She went. Whoa. I'm sorry. You guys can't see it, but she literally like passed my water. And Shut like up. And <laughs> anyway. I forgot what you were talking about. The yeah. Movie. I just like <laughs> me personally. Um, with my friends, my way of showing love is, like, insulting the hell out of you. That's very true. So, I just felt like Neil the whole Some movie. Need it, though. Like you, Miriam. Don't, yeah, don't like look at Shirley. Miriam. I'm looking at you right now. Carly, Carly is very straightforward, but she, she can be, like, okay, now we're getting into Carly's character. <laughs> she's very, very sweet, but she'll also be, like, 
Shirley, like, I hate you and I wish you were never born. But then, like, a minute later, she'll be like, Shirley, give me a hug. Like, <laughs> but, um, so I guess we're getting into Neil now. Yeah. I, um, so Neil is the, the main character. Who's played by Steve Martin. Who's played by Steve Martin. My baby, I love Steve Martin. I can't wait to watch Father of the Bride. It's one of my favorite movies. Okay, Miriam over here with all of the movie knowledge. Anyways, so Neil is a businessman who I assume either travels for work a lot or has a place in New York where he stays, and he doesn't get to go home very often. And he's on his way home for the Thanksgiving holiday, and his kids are very, very excited. And I think he's... I think he started off as a really mean character. Like, he started off as, like, the classic, like, New Yorker. Like, the very stereotypical New Yorker in that, like, he is just thinking about himself. And I do think he got screwed over a bit in the beginning because, you know, someone stole his cab. And Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon! There was this whole, like, running chase with Kevin Bacon. I really thought he was going to be, like, a side character, but... Yeah, like, I, it was, he, Kevin Bacon just randomly started racing this guy, but I think, I thought that I was really gonna hate Neil, because, so, after his plane gets, um, uh, canceled, or, or after his plane has to land in Kansas, he, um, stays in a hotel room with Dell, the annoying guy who he, um, sat next to on the plane, played and played by John Candy, who we'll talk about more later, um, and he, so, he was offered obviously the situation isn't the best because he has to like share a bed with this random guy and he has to share a very like dingy like stinky hotel room with this guy but he it's also way better than sleeping in the airport and Dell has been nothing but nice to him and he just starts to insult Dell. and yes Dell is not the nicest roommate but Dell, I mean but um Neil just really comes through this guy's character and I just think that that's like the worst thing that you can do but over the course of the movie you see them bond and I think you see Neil kind of start to let go of some of his like meaner and like stingy tendencies and I think he becomes a really nice character yeah because I think I mean he I think actually is uptight but also he's going through like a big like a big annoyance of having to you know there's I'm t- I am talking, surely. But I think he has to go through, like, this big annoyance of dealing with how to get home and home in time because he obviously he hasn't seen his kids in a while and his wife. So I think that's, like, half of where his anger comes from, the other half just being probably his actual personality. And, I mean, you have to face it that Dill is, Dill is a bit annoying. Yeah. <laughs> He's sweet. He's like a big teddy bear. Well, that's why I think... Oh, come on. That's why I think that Neil eventually warms up to him because he really just sees that he's just, like, a good guy. He can just be... He just makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah, and be a little... Annoying, as they say. You guys are really painting me in a bad light. (laughs) We're not Um, painting... So, okay. are we, like, segueing into Dell's character? I, mean, or? I feel like we didn't talk about Neil very much, but he's kind of... it's He's pretty straightforward. I he mean, he's the main character. Like, he does change. Like, he goes from being very mean to, to being kind and, and being nice to his friend. But I think that his character really forms because of Dell's character. Definitely. And, and same with Dell. have a lot more to say about Dell. <laughs> um, I just have one thought about, like, the whole movie... When I was, you know, I was uh, I was watching it, and 
you know, Dell was talking about how he shell he sells curtain rings or whatever. Shower, Shower yeah. curtain rings. I, I was didn't like, know that was like a company. Yeah, I didn't know that was a I, I thing. Think I think he's probably the only person that does. So I was like thinking the whole movie, what if this is like his dark secret is that he really just doesn't sell curtain like he sells something that he can't really talk about and it's just oh, like a like cover. A, like a front. Yeah. And I was I, like I didn't I don't know. I just thought that because I think it's just supposed to be. Yeah, but I was like, what if he just like has his happy exterior, but he really just sells like. I have one of my notes, one of my little notes that I wrote. So, um, when we when. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) When we first see neil's house we he calls his wife and he's telling her like is it the home alone house okay it's not but what i was gonna say i literally wrote in my notes home alone house question mark question mark because neil's house looks exactly like the McAllister house yeah. but okay so i googled it and apparently this is a very commonly asked question because a bunch of like things came up like is this the home alone house it is not but it does but, look like, very similar not even it was the interior as well because like you see yeah, the staircase yeah there's the a big... there's a staircase right across from the doorway the entryway and then there's two rooms that branch off to the sides and i mean that's a very common you know setup yeah. for a house but it like just the stairwell especially it was like this li- really looks like the house from home alone so i thought maybe it was just the same house but it's not yeah like I, but i think that i just think they're clearly... both upper class chicago house. yeah but that was clearly a director's choice to have them look similar and i think this that came before home alone I yes. yeah, but I think that there were actually a lot of things in this movie that I connected back to Home Alone because I'm a huge fan of Home Alone, and I just thought that it was really interesting. So I'll keep Home kind Alone of fan girl in the world. Yes, apparently, but I'll keep um, adding those little like things that I notice in as we continue to go. So, do we want to talk about Dell? Sure, you can kick us off. Since okay. Actually, I kicked us off. Oh yeah, go so ahead. He's probably like a gangster or something. No, I don't think he's a gangster. No, I don't either. But I so. Del just suspicious, but then you see the scene that's suspicious. of him actually selling the ring. That's weird. So I'm like, you know what, maybe it's not. Well, there is something suspicious about him. And yeah, that's how well, yeah. well, that's how I'm gonna kick off. That's how I'm gonna kick off my point. So Dell is the this very outgoing guy, and throughout the course of the movie, as him and um, Neil kind of go on with their with their crazy adventure and you know, the car burns down and they're in the weird hotels and um we see that Dell is a very, like, social guy. He has a lot of these weird, like, friends or acquaintances across the the, the country or, like, you know, wherever they go. He like, knows... Yeah, he knows everybody. <laughs> That's literally, like, he's so you. I, well, thank you. I, I, I kind of love him. Yeah. Oh, I got one that drives a truck. Oh, yeah, like, it's just really now. funny. But so, I actually... so. Major spoiler warning here for anybody who hasn't seen this movie. But if you haven't, then you probably yeah. So and definitely recommend it. But so at the end of the movie, it is revealed that so Dell throughout the course of the movie he talks about his wife and he has a picture of his wife and he's constantly talking about his wife and how he hasn't been home in a while because he's a traveling salesman. And towards the towards the end of the oh my god, Carly! (laughs) Towards the end of the movie, we realize that. One, he doesn't have a home to go to. And two, his wife has been dead for eight years. Now, I actually caught on to this. The first time that they were in the hotel, the first hotel room that they were in together, when he pulled out a framed photo of his wife, I was like, 
the way this movie is going to end is that Dell's wife is going to be dead because Dell seems super, super cheerful, but I think he might be hiding something. And Carly thought that he was it a gangster, <laughs> but I, I realized, and as it went on, it became way more clear that his wife, um, passed away. And but so, I mean, I've, I'd seen the ending of this movie and like certain scenes about it before. So I already knew that. So I think maybe that's what yeah. caused me to think that there was something out because he was already hiding his wife. Yeah. So maybe he was also hiding something He's else. He's not a gangster. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Maybe that's what caused my thoughts to go that way. But I really love Del. I I would love to be like friends with Del, and I think that. It's like looking in a mirror. Oh so. my god. Because I well I think that Del is yeah he messes up a lot, but I think that he his heart is in the right place, and I feel really bad for him because his wife passed away, and I think that the. The fact that he keeps letting Neil back into his life after Neil has just been a complete jerk just shows that he's willing to forgive people. And yeah, I think he's a really great he character. Wants Neil's, Neil, he wants Neil to get home okay. Yeah. Like, and also the scene where he's dancing in the car is, like, the best thing ever. So, <laughs> and then he gets stuck to the seat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I totally agree that he's just, he's a fun guy and very, like, generous to keep being like, yeah. oh, I'll help you out oh, I'll get you home, oh, you can stay in my room, you can, like, sleep in the same bed as me, which was, yeah. like, a lot to, for a stranger to do to another one. Have they um, explored each other's bodies? Carly. They do! He puts his hand up in the middle of his butt cheeks! <laughs> Wait, and Dell's best line. Carly, would you like to talk about Dell's best line? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, should I give context? Yeah, for our, like, inside joke. So, there's this teacher at our school (laughs) and we started school in august right but she would wear sandals every single day up until like november and it would be like 30 degrees outside she'd be wearing (laughs) sandals every day with her toes out like they were out them dogs were out of the yard yeah i say that all the time i don't know if you heard what she said but i say that all the time right so then we watched the movie and in, like, one of the first scenes where Del and Neil are sitting next to each other on the plane, Del literally just starts taking his shoes off. And he's like, ooh, gotta let the dogs breathe, you know? And I just, you know, it just made me thought of our camaraderie, you know? <laughs> Such a joke. And the next day after after Carly watched it, and I, I think I had watched it, like, two days before, Carly comes up to me in school and she goes, you know, I, I was gonna text you about... The scene where Dell is talking about the dogs. And I was like, oh my god, I was going to text you too. But we both didn't text each other because we didn't know if we had watched the movie yet. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted your first reaction it was so, to while you were watching. It was so funny. I literally was like, this is Carly. Like, As you can tell, I don't have this teacher. But I still get the joke. I don't have You're, a teacher either. I know, but <laughs> you guys made that joke long before I was... Whatever. Well, because this is kind of a tangent. Oh, I don't know if our school. You know if, what? Okay, <laughs> look. If you really want to know how much the dogs are part of her, like part of her personality, no, don't. What are am you, I? T- what am I? What? I, think I know what you're gonna say. Well, we we were having like a career day or no. whatever. <laughs> we were having a career day at school, and um, the person who was gonna like come in and talk about their career for my class with that teacher didn't show up. So she was kind of just like talking to us the whole time, right? 
And some other student was like, oh, you know, earlier in the day, I had a foot doctor come and talk to us, talk about his job and stuff, right? And she goes, <laughs> completely unprompted, she goes, well, you know, I wish he would have come here. That would have been helpful. I kind of have a toe problem going on. And, like, I know it makes it She sound just kept talking about it. I know it makes it sound really bad that we're, like, making fun of this lady. But she was... They were always she, out, like, every <laughs> Carly. But she... She wasn't even my class's teacher and, like, hated my, my class and she yelled at my class because she, like, watched us a few times and she, like, yelled at us for no reason and, like, got other teachers to come yell at us for no reason. And it was just, just not a very kind person, but that, sorry about that tangent. I, we hope you enjoyed. Yeah, who um, talks about their foot problems? In front of, like, 30 teenagers. people. <laughs> yeah, like. Um, Anyways, Miriam, are you feeling excluded right now? Oh, so... <laughs> Here's the thing. If you if you listen to our podcast before, you know that we kind of have, like, segments. So we do, like, the synopsis, then we do general thoughts, then we talk about characters. But we've already talked about Neil and Dell, and this movie really only centers around the two of them. Yeah. So I don't think that there's other, like, main characters that we I have mean, to talk if, about. If you want to talk about them together. We can talk about them together, but I also have a few notes about some, some pop-up people that we see throughout okay. the movie. And then I think we should talk about them together. So the taxi driver, they um, when they're going to the first hotel, there's this very strange taxi, and this very strange oh, taxi the one driver. That does, like, the tour? Yeah, he, like I think, and he's just very strange. And the cab is like covered in pictures and things. So he, I knew I recognized him, so I googled him. He plays the cop who was eating a donut in Home Alone when Kevin's mom calls the police. Um, from Paris, and a cop picks up, and he's like very, you know, does not he no does not care. Yeah. I, I love him, but he does not care, and he's eating a donut. And I remember this scene where the donut falls like on the phone, and it just shows like how he really does not care. So that's him. I love and we're giving Home Alone like so much free free press. Um, and then also, so there is a point when they um, when Dell and Neil need a ride. Do he'd be back? It was the toes. That's why dogs are barking. Can we just talk about how the map on the Wikipedia page? That's so funny. Like I didn't think someone would take the time out of their. I don't think it's that funny, Carly. I'm not done done with my point. I have to wait until he's done. He is done. Talk. That was just me. That was me. He's not done. Scrutinizing this map. I really think that, I really think that, Carly is currently looking through all the Wikipedia photos, Shirley is laughing her eyes out I think, she's like pressing down on them, and I am currently laying. Why is every time you say it, it starts again? I think you can go. That's probably too far now. Catch. Okay, can we go back to what I was talking? Because I don't know what I was saying. In August 2020, a remake was reported in development with Will Smith and Kevin Hart starring as the leads. I hope. Can we listen to the dog real quick? No, stop. Okay. Wait, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what I was saying. Let me restart. No, you were not saying the whole thing again. You were just going through the list of cameos. No, yeah, so... So the next 
just you have to cut out the whole thing before the dogs are. I got it. I got it. So the next cameo that I noticed was so when Dell and Neil first have to like leave the hotel, Neil or Dell, sorry, they have very similar names. Dell knows this. Neil and Dell. Well, I guess you're right. So Dell. (laughs) Dell has this friend who has a son who has a truck, and the son comes to pick them up in the truck and i oh well this wasn't a cameo okay but it was an interesting like directors like sorry the dog i can still <laughs> well you also skipped the well no i'm gonna go back That's to not her the, not the flight attendant but the guy in the desk doesn't he come first what remember the the economics teacher from Mueller. oh i didn't recognize that guy yeah, he was, he was, I think, that was, like, the most obvious one. Yeah, I think, okay, wait, okay, I'm restarting this whole point, because it's not even a cameo. Oh, my God, Okay, and you guys need to stop, and the dog, I can hear it barking in my <laughs> Okay. So, the next little detail that I noticed was actually, so, sometimes directors do, like, you know, very similar things in their films. So, um, if you've seen Home Alone, you know that when Kevin is in the, um, is in the, like, drugstore whatever and he's trying to buy a toothbrush the creepy old man next door comes up to him and i swear to god i hear the (laughs) and the first thing (laughs) and the first thing that we see from him is we see like his boots and then it goes up so it's supposed to be like this scary guy and it starts with the boots and it goes up when dell and neil need to leave the first hotel Dell calls one of his friend's sons who has a truck and when the son gets out of the truck the first thing we see is his boots and it kind of goes up and the son is a little bit scary like he's kind of like he's gross actually he's very gross I have I think so um oh okay and last so I know you guys are getting because I have another Oh, so my last um, Home Alone thing that I noticed was um, Neil is obviously desperately trying to get home. And one thing that he does is he gives away his watch in order to get a hotel room. And that is something that Kevin's mom tries to do when she's trying to get onto a plane to get back to her son. Well, I just thought it was interesting because. Yeah, everyone gives. Well, no, I mean, if they have nothing else to pay with, I mean, yeah. that's your first thought. I mean, not that people wear like yeah. smart watches now, but yeah, yeah. And then so, so I guess, um, Carly, what was your little thing that you noticed? Um, well, if we're talking about people that have been in other John Hughes movies, oh, I forgot one. I'll, Go ahead. Yeah. Oh um. Well, the most God. the most obvious, you know, when Neil's going to the car rental agency in that famous scene where he gives like the you're fucked you know um probably gonna cut that out but <laughs> bleep it <laughs> yeah um the car i'll do, I'll do the, the no i'll do your burp <laughs> no, <don't. laughs> um the car rental lady is the the secretary? secretary i could think of the word the secretary from ferris bueller and yeah, I honestly, I didn't even make the connection in my head. I was like, I they didn't either. even look similar I to did me. Until we watched, until we talked about Ferris Bueller, and then I was like, that's where I recognized her. Yeah. And then the one that Shirley didn't pick up on when I think, where is it, Wichita that they first? Yeah. Kansas? The the first place they get delayed in. Um, yeah. 
uh, Dell and Neil are trying to like get arrangements, and there's a guy that works for the airline at the desk, and he's like, "Oh, the flight's been canceled," and it's the economics teacher from uh, Ferris Bueller. Bueller. Yeah, he's the one that does that. Bueller. So Shirley wasn't s- s- too stupid to pick up on that one, but you know. Carly, how do you pick up on all these Home Alone things? And then. I know, but that's like the, it's like, scary. the most famous Bueller scene. And the guy's also, very unique looking. I also don't remember seeing that scene at all. I may have been looking at my phone. So. How do you, okay, okay. How do you look at your phone while watching Ferris Bueller? No, Shirley, get out. No, get out. Girl. Ruby is very passionate about this. Yes. So, in our last episode, I believe. Whoa, change the topic, okay. Okay, I am being bullied right now. In our last episode, I believe that I um, mentioned what uh, the sister in Ferris Bueller, what her save the cat scene is, and I explained what save the cat means. Mm-hmm. So let me explain it now again for people who haven't um, listened to our last episode. Save the Cat is a really popular screenwriting book, and the reason why it's called Save the Cat is because it says that in order for an audience to feel connected to a character, that character must have a Save the Cat scene. They must do something that redeems them, right? So, for instance, it could be them saving a cat. So, I thought that Neil, what really made me like Neil was his Save the Cat scene when he, Dell is, he's going to part ways with Dell, but Dell is struggling to carry his big trunk. Dell has been carrying this big trunk throughout the course of the movie. And Neil, I think it's because he doesn't have a home. Yeah, I think it's supposed to, it's just all of his things. So Neil decides that he's going to go up and help Dell carry the trunk. And that one action I believed was his save the cat scene because before that he had only really done things for himself, but now he was doing something for someone else. Um, yeah, along with that, I was going to say earlier, like, the moment, it was obviously later in the movie, but the moment I realized, like, even though I knew how it ended, I was, like, they obviously, like, from this point onward, they were going to be, like, best buzz, yeah. you know? Um like us. The three of us. Oh, shut up, Carly. Anyway, <laughs> the moment they're in the second motel, where they pay with the watches and everything, um... Obviously, you know, Neil's like, hey, Dell, don't sit out there. It's cold. You know, why don't you come with me? Yeah, Stay in the room. Was... But it's not that moment. That's not the first moment that popped in my head when I thought about this. It was actually when they both, after they pass, they sleep through the night, and then the morning comes, and they get in the car, and they're about to leave. <laughs> and Dell's backs up into the front of the motel and just, like, breaks the windows and... Go, go, go! Yeah, and <laughs> you don't remember this? They've become like partners in crime. Yeah, and that was just the I moment there were I. A lot of instances though, where they like yeah. kind of like Dell messed up with something, and then Neil started to laugh at it, like when Dell set the car on fire. <laughs> yeah, and... he did also sock him, but you know. Yeah, but Neil, you know. Laughed that's who. Him, so... That's how Houdini died, Shirley. Did you know that? <laughs> he got socked in the stomach, and he I, died. I, so I, don't give me any ideas. I, all right. What? That was funny. <laughs> All of my stuff's getting cut out. Now. I'm not cutting it out. Thank you. Miriam. I dictate what goes in. A lot of I, I mostly cut out stuff I've said that I'm like, oh my god. Especially in the earlier ones, where I'm like, oh my god, For that was Charlie so. Was about Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said once that I'm like Neil Page, and now I won't stop. <laughs> you are. Okay. So what do we want to do? I don't. 
like that was already us talking about their bond. Yeah, I don't think we have to talk. We talked about Is there a any other? There's no other major characters. Right? No. Um. This is gonna be a short yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think we'll have a lot of compliments. And to spend you. more time. Th- we can go. <laughs> we can leave. What time is it? It's like 2, right? 2.10. 2.11. Oh no. God. Currently our kitchen is empty. Oh, You're like, do you have food? Can you drive me home? Guns. She's a leech, isn't she? Um. Okay. Well, I'll start off with my review since I haven't talked in a while because... I, 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 I kind of... T- well, I kind of <laughs> tuned uh, somebody out here. Somebody. I'm a lone fan of me. And another one, too. <laughs> both of us. You tuned both of us out. Mainly you when you were talking about the Home Alone connections. <laughs> I was just like. Is that. What else do you have in your notes? That was it. Oh, well, okay. Actually, no. There's oh. one more note. <laughs> I shouldn't have said it. Before. It says. So, my. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote this down. So at one point, one of the, I think it's Neil goes, you should see what the temperature is. And Del just responds, one. And I wrote that, those two lines, and I wrote, funny line. <laughs> what that? I, I think they were just driving, and I was just like, oh, funny line. <laughs> okay, well, I think that definitely is a good summer, su- a good summation of this movie, funny line. I would yeah, say so. I think the whole it's, movie really had me laughing, and I don't typically laugh out loud at movies, but I felt, I really enjoyed this movie, and I have to say, I cried at the end. Okay, oh well, <laughs> I didn't do that, but we respect. Um, Shirley is very emotional when it comes to film. older men. What? <laughs> film. Movies. I know, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Just crying over John Candy. Yeah. Because oh, you did cry over John Candy <laughs> I did? Didn't you say you did? When well, you were like, I found out he died and I cried. I did? I feel like you said that. Yeah, I anyway. Um, I just, I very much enjoyed this movie. I had seen, I don't want to say I seen I had seen the full thing before, but I definitely, it was one that was always in the background uh, growing up. I'm sorry to interrupt you. What did, before we do our ratings, what did Rotten Tomatoes give this movie? Um, it gave me a hand the computer. I'm laying down right now because my back hurts. Oh, what are you, an old person? No, it just needs to be cracked, and unfortunately I didn't do it yesterday when my brother was home because my brother, like, literally breaks my back when doing it. Did he come home for, like, one day? Yeah, because he had band practice. He'll be back next week, too. What? Girl, you literally just had to put planes, trains, and automobiles, and it would be up. Now she's doing, like, some in-depth research. Oh. (laughs) So... It got a 92 percent. That's what I said. And a less for audience score. That's audience crazy. score 87 percent. That's, that's pretty like uncommon because I feel like normally Rotten Tomatoes is way more critical than the audience. Yeah, but um, I definitely, I think I would give it a 90. Really, I mean, you're going lower than Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, just because I don't know. Part of it might have been compared to when I'm comparing it to Ferris Bueller, which is like uh, the epitome of fiction. Yeah. So good. I just, I think this is just one of those, it's a fun movie. It's like, it's heartwarming, but it's really funny. And comparing it to other movies that I've seen both of them in, I would rate some of their other movies higher. Um, mainly Steve Martin when we watch Father of the Bride. Another one of my childhood movies. Um, 
And my rating is really good because Shirley's staring off into the abyss and Carly's on her phone. So <laughs> Whereas, whereas when I'm when about what my rating is gonna be? Well, oh, it's not a math problem. We're not in pre-calculus or something. This isn't astrophysics. This is important. I'm thinking about what my rating should be. Well, I just I very much enjoyed it. It was just it's one of those um, fun movies, and it's, it's definitely fun. road. It's definitely road. <laughs> That's it, road. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give my rating now. Carly, stop pretending to be Neil. Like Dell. <laughs> Wait, does that mean she's gonna have to put her hand in my butt cheeks? Carly. Like you two haven't already done that. <laughs> um anyway. Um, if I'm gonna rate this movie Are you alright? I, I rate this movie R. Rate it R? He says the F word like nineteen times oh, in yeah. just in that one scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd give it an eighty five, I think. What? Sorry, I had a really good back crack. That wasn't. I'm offended. I liked it, but some of it kind of felt. Wow, slow. this movie has over a hundred thousand audience ratings. Let Carly speak. They're gonna think we got into some kind of fight before this. Certified fresh. <laughs> Certified hood classic. <laughs> um. Why did you give it an eighty-five? That's. I'm gonna. Mean. I'm gonna just start over. Yeah. Um. I'm going to give this movie an 85. What? Stop. That's not even genuine anymore. <laughs> I'd give this movie an 85. Um, I'd, It just felt slow to me in some parts. And I'm sorry. I'm really distracted right now. The dog I'd give it an 85. It felt slow in some parts. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I loved Neil and Dell's dynamic. Definitely. And I have two points, right? Yeah. Dell's definitely in the mafia. He is <laughs> and they definitely explored each other's bodies in that motel room. Anyway, moving on. Okay, I'm going to completely ignore what Carly just said. Oh my god. <laughs> Probably. Um, while Miriam's looking up the fan fiction, I actually would give this movie a 95. I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was really funny. It made me cry. So I... Four. When I feel... <laughs> they're literally looking up Dell and Neil fan fiction. When I... When I feel... Like when I get really... When I get really emotional... Let me say my rating. When I get really emotional over a movie, whether I think it's really funny or I think it's sad, I think that that's a sign of the movie being really good because, you know, if a movie doesn't really phase me, then, the you know, there's something in it that isn't right because you are you should be able to connect to the characters in the movie. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really well done. And I can definitely see this becoming something that I watch every Thanksgiving with my family. And I really like it. This fan fiction is Ted Murray. I think it's the only one that's actually about planes, trains, and automobiles. And it's John Candy's character in the 1987 movie Planes, Trains, and Automobile mentions his wife Marie on a few occasions, but we never get to see her except for a photo in a steam truck at all. The story, this short, this short, this short backstory delves into that relationship. I don't own these characters, and I fixed my leaky faucet and sticky doorknob. What? And it's a thousand words. But like, is that... <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Is there anymore. anything on Wattpad? 
Because you know how freaky you are. Probably not. Archive. Demon. This has... Oh, no. I, no, this is probably just... Most of those are... They're like... When you... When you... When... <laughs> do you ever have a dream? Okay, guys. Uh, yeah, we're done. That was a short episode. Well, it was just a fun one. We just had fun. This is not that short. It's like 40 minutes. Well, the whole dog and the Carly. I'm probably gonna gonna keep half of that in. The whole Carly? What what about me? (laughs) What did I do? Um, I'm cutting out out all of Shirley, if anything. Home Alone and Home Alone. I think we're talking about planes, trains, and automobiles. Woman. Okay, after all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Couch Potato Critics. Um, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. And don't forget to like us, follow us, share us, do whatever you have to do to stay connected to our podcast. And we will see you next time. Um, our next movie, the last movie, the John Hughes. Sorry, Disney. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <I'm slapping> <laughs> Out that hurt. Um, our next movie and the last movie, the John Hughes team, is going to be The Breakfast Club. Which I have never seen. Shirley's never seen it. I've never seen it. So two out of the three of us have never seen it. So yes, I have. I have seen it. It is a fun one. Probably the most famous one. Yes, more famous than Ferris Bueller, Shirley. <laughs> and nothing's better than Ferris Bueller. That's true. Yes, I would definitely. Whatever. We won't get well, ahead we'll of get our rate. Yes, time. yes. Okay. Um, but it's a good one to talk about because we have a lot more characters to talk about as opposed to this yeah, one. Yeah, this is a shorter episode. We yeah. hope you enjoyed. Well, bye. Bye. They explored each other's bodies. No, they didn't, Carly. Oh. Oh, that feels good. Oh, God, I'm telling you. My dogs are barking today. Whew. Oh.